0: Good morning, everyone. My name is Brian, and today is Tuesday, April 4th, 2023, and this is episode 363 of the Lots Project Podcast, a daily look inside our journey to live outside the systems of control, and it's another coffee with Brian. Good morning, good morning, good morning. How are we doing? How is everyone this morning? Oh, nice, nice. Josh, Josh read the message. Josh read the message. Uh, I'm going to throw a banner here on the bottom. Doing a little testing uh, n- announced last night with Josh. If you weren't around uh, for the live last night, we decided we or we, I decided I'm going to be start doing uh, 10k giveaway Fridays. We're going to be giving away 10,000 sats on Friday mornings, and I think it might end up actually turning into like 12,000 sats because I was messing around with the giveaway feature last night, and if I set the stream up um like on monday and i have a um hashtag that people can use throughout the week uh before the stream is live uh, i can capture and uh, l- give the people that listen but can't get up in the morning i mean the west coast it's 4 a.m i don't really expect anybody to give up 4 a.m if they don't have to if they're not already to catch this show to win ten thousand sats so I don't want to alienate a lot of my audience. So I want to give them a little uh, little piece of the action, too. So I think I'm going to probably throw that up on Monday next week. Uh, give it a week. And if anybody stops into the the upcoming stream on YouTube and, and throws in whatever hashtag I come up with, that will go into a pot for one drawing. And then live that morning, uh, I'll come up with a different hashtag relevant to the show. People throw it in, and by the end of the show, probably around 40, um, 40 after, usually wrap after that at some point. But we'll do a 10,000 Satoshi giveaway, and uh, if you win, we'll hook up, and I'll, uh, I'll, I'll shoot you some sats. Get people using lightning. Get people using lightning, so... Josh and I uh, had been messing around talking about a bunch of different things, and then Robin hosting uh, for her fiftieth uh, ap- episode gave away a bunch of stuff using the Streamyard giveaway tool that was new. I had no idea about it, so uh, I checked it out, and I think I'm going to use it. Anyway, Ryan uh, dropped a bunch of uh, history notes here this morning in the in the comments at 4:30. Uh, looks like 4:30 my time, five o'clock his time. Let's hit those up, and then we'll get to the perfect cup. Uh, right after, uh, nine, 1958, the C N D P symbol is displayed in public for the first time in London. That's the campaign for nuclear disarmament. Um, for people who didn't know what C N D was. And Ryan says he's a knucklehead because he didn't know. I had no idea what C N D was, um, until you put it in there. So thanks a lot. C N D campaign for nuclear disarmament. And, uh, that is the little peace sign. Peace, man. Uh, with the way some of the politicians are fussing about that's no nuke chant might need to come back. Yeah, things are getting screwy out there, guys. What are you guys all, uh, are you guys paying attention to anything going on? I am starting to a little, little bit. Uh, 1983, Space Shuttle Challenger makes its maiden voyage. Hmm. 83. I don't saw, I don't think I saw the first one, but I know I saw the last one. Um... Nine trips it took 62 days total in space, almost a thousand orbits, but yeah, number 10. Boom boom. Boom boom. Uh 1973, the twin towers of the World Trade Center in New York City were officially dedicated the largest buildings in the world at the time. 1368 feet, and it all comes tumbling down. And happy birthday to Satoshi Furukawa. A Japanese surgeon and astronaut, however you pronounce this dude's name. Yeah, oh, thanks, thanks. Are you going to start uh, looking for foreign names just on purpose for me to try to pronounce them? Because, yeah, well, we know how that'll go. Yeah, he was born in 1960, 1964. Famous surgeon and astronaut. Was he doing surgery in space? Oh, lots of beginnings to tragic ends. <laughs> Oh, hope everybody's going, doing well. I got up a little early this morning. I've been sitting here, so I'm a little further into my coffee if I look a little more peppy. And for some reason, our, uh, our internet is super strong here and then almost nothing. And it like cycles very oddly. So I'm not sure what's going on, but if I blip out, I freeze up. I'm sorry. Josh had to, uh, Josh had to go get some plan B yesterday um, Cause he had a whoopsie before the, or during the interview. So you can ask him about that. Anyway, anyway, we're up pushing six minutes. Let's get to that perfect cup question of the day. And then we'll roll into the episode after that. It's time for the 47th edition of the perfect cup, a, que- a daily question. And my thoughts join the discussion in my telegram group. That's tme slash lots chat. T.me/lotschat. You can also find the question posted around social media the day before. Jump in, answer with your comment, get it put in the hopper. I take a look at all the comments from all the socials and kind of make a conglomeration of all the answers. I read them off for you guys and then give you my thoughts after seeing them all. T.me slash lots chat or the lots project, pretty much anywhere you search it, it'll come up. Today's perfect cup question of the day is Is suffering an important part of being human? Is suffering an important part of being human? Yeah, I think it is. I think it is. Um, I think we all understand that we are going to suffer at one point or another. Um, is it an important part? I think absolutely. I think, uh, I think you have to have pain to, uh, to, to experience pleasure, um, and going down that road other um, feelings and emotions. But let me hit these. Let me hit these uh, user comments, uh, (laughs) listener comments, uh, users, uh, Telegram users. Most of these came from the Telegram chat yesterday. I pulled them over this morning. Uh, Gingerbread's (laughs) Gingerbread Farm says it's a trick question. Being human is suffering. Yeah, dude, come on. Turn that frown upside down. (laughs) It'll get better, man uh josh josh uh the renegade butcher it's an unavoidable part of the experience we want to avoid it so we adapt and learn it's the feedback we need to grow just like a plant will be weak and have shitty roots with no stress we have to suffer to find ourselves and shape who we are and it makes us appreciate the good things we would otherwise take for granted yes 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 for sure wholeheartedly agree Clark, my buddy up in Saskatchewan, he says, yes, it is. Without it, we, we most likely wouldn't grow and strive to be better. Suffering is a powerful motivator to make people get up and change their circumstances. Like suffering through northern winters until you realize you don't have to. Hmm. I wonder who he's talking about there. Uh, Randy, Mr. Blueberry, Texas, says, yes, it gives us perspective a way that helps us learn things and a way to show others we care when helping them through times of suffering, not causing it. I mean, I, I don't think you had to qualify that there at the end. I don't think you had to qualify that, um, that we're helping them through their suffering and not causing it. I think you can help people extreme. You can help them a whole lot by causing suffering someone that needs it. Um, an addict that needs to go through withdrawals Um, maybe someone that needs to hit rock bottom in another way financially or um, emotionally who knows but causing their suffering can actually help them grow because they don't know they have a problem so I agree with everything except for the qualifier there at the end and (coughs) excuse me one more Um, Ryan it says, suffering is absolutely an important part of being human. How does one tell the yin from the yang? If you're walking home in a rainstorm, I'll bet you're wishing for a sunny day with the wind at your back. But shit, I see the same people going through the same struggles and sometimes willingly won't learn anything from suffering or the lesson. Yes. Some people do it as a martyr, too, is the thing. Some people do it so that they can show people that they're suffering. So, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I totally agree with everything said by those comments, and they were all pretty much in the same line, that suffering is an important part of being human, that it is the human condition, really. I think that suffering is, is... yeah, it is is the ideal way to understand how good things are when they are good, and not bad. Josh says in the comments here, some people are addicted to their own pain. Yes, yeah, that's that's kind of what I was getting at with the um with blueberry's comment and the qualifier with not causing their suffering. Uh, sometimes. Sometimes people are addicted to their own suffering. You need to make that extreme enough to realize that it's, it's, uh, it's not where they want to be. Pull their head out of the clouds by pulling them higher, I guess. (laughs) So um, (laughs) pivotized agrees for sure. Uh, Yeah. It's a pretty straightforward question. In my opinion, I really think it's important. I don't think, I think if you don't suffer, you, like um, like Ryan said the yin, the yin and the yang without without the lows you can't have the highs and the the deeper the lows you've seen i don't think it's it's necessarily a um, a wave uh, in this instance where it's a, a crest and a trough a crest and a trough and the the lower you go the higher you can go but i think as a cumulative over your lifetime and over your experience the lower you've been the higher you can feel um, not saying you can't achieve things without suffering greatly or achieve great things or feel great things or be on top of the world. But I think there's something about going to the depths that make achieving things that much better, that much sweeter and that much more satisfying. So yes, in short, Suffering is an important part of being human. And I hope you all have a chance to uh, to suffer a little bit uh, just to make those good times better, just to make the good times better. So with that, we're going to wrap this up. The Perfect Cup question of the day for Tuesday, April 4th. I uh, hope you enjoyed it be sure to look out for the perfect perfect cup question of the day for tomorrow it'll go out on socials uh mid morning today check it out leave a comment or head on over to the Telegram group to leave your comment and continue in the full discussion we get things rolling and it kind of pops around back and forth all day we talk about all sorts of different shit we talk about we took talk about important serious things getting stuff done we joke around we laugh we have a good time we help each other with their, with our problems. So I appreciate you checking it out at t.me slash lots chat. That's t.me slash lots chat. If you're not using Telegram, it's easy. It's easy. It's a, it's a cool little app. You can and ex- actually end up using it for your text messaging if you prefer. So check it out and uh, I'll see you then. And now back to the full show. Oh, Pippinized. Oh, so uh, Pippinized says, uh, this reminds me of one of the presentations at SRF last October. Dude had the whiteboard and the wavelengths and such on a graph. Yeah, that was uh, Michael Whistler. Michael Whistler, uh, Easy Peasy Podcast. Yeah, he uh, he was doing a pretty cool presentation. I was actually uh, exchanging some silver with someone at the time, and uh, I missed the majority of it. But then I walked up and I was watching and all of a sudden uh, old scrambling Brian Norton was on stage talking about wave theory. It was incredible. Uh, speaking of Brian Norton, that's some perfect PTO, um, FTO, excuse me, blonde espresso. Whew, it's good. It is good. This is uh, day two of my pound of blonde espresso and I am enjoying it for sure, for sure. Let's see. What do we got here? The um, Philippine Nomad says, true appreciation for life, especially if when you hit rock bottom and then climb back up for sure, man, for sure. I, um, I've, I've seen some shit. <laughs> I don't want to say I've been as far down as, uh, as uh, some people that I've known. Um, but I've gotten, <laughs> I've, I've gotten, I've gotten there. I've, I've had some lows for sure. And, um, Anything, anything beyond then is up. And that's kind of the way I look at my life. It is hasn't ever been as bad as it was. So there's one thing that really makes it better. She's sitting behind me, beside me, behind me. She's not behind me right now. She'll probably make some tea later. Who knows? (laughs) Who knows? Anyway, let's get off suffering and on to the topics for today. Josh says, oh, yeah. Engage that PTO and get your day cranking. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, definitely you should. You should definitely check out foodforestfarms.com and you can use LOTS5. That's L-O-T-S-5 for 5% off anything you buy there. Uh, Josh announced last night that he and Scrambling worked out some stuff with uh, co-branding, I think is what we're referring to it as. I also have done that where you're going to be able to buy Um, what I was selling on my site, um, that I was, uh, white labeling through Brian. We've, we've kind of shifted directions and we're going to go more to a co-branding where he sells directly from his site, the blends that I've come up with and approved and made labels for and all that. So that is in transition. I've just been swamped with all sorts of other computer work and things on my mind and haven't gotten that transitioned. Still taking orders through the, uh through my site as of now. If you're looking for uh, some premium air roasted coffee, uh, the GSD blend or baby Walter and company three blends that we have or the perfect cup, uh, you can still get that through my website. But that will be transitioning over to the food forest sub- farms with a portal through my site. So. It's a partnership. I'm in a C4 coffee club and we've been battering around ideas and I really enjoy the coffee. I've uh, worked with him to make some custom roasts and I, I, I'm excited about them. I enjoy drinking them and I think you would too. And then I thought it would be more appropriate for me to be able to promote all of Brian's coffee because all of it is fantastic. And I didn't want to just promote my blends. Um, so we came to a very good conclusion very, very, very good conclusion, and it um... <laughs> it's going to work out great once we get there. Yes, Josh, I am still transitioning, still transitioning. So anyway, let's talk about today's topics. Today, I uh, talk about a little road trip I took yesterday down memory lane, literally and figuratively took a road trip, and um, yeah, yeah, it was interesting. Uh, talk about some dog poo, talking about dog poo, talking about RV parks. Again, we, uh, we are here in an RV park and I have another day of an experience. It's another day of experience and I still haven't changed my mind, but there are some more contributing factors into the decision and let's see what else, um, man, this gravel hurts here. Mm. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> oh, this got dark. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so yesterday I had to go I had to go to Walmart. I had to go to um, I had to go to tractor supply. I had to fill up some propane. Corey wanted me to grab some uh, <laughs> Corey wanted me to grab some groceries. Uh, we had to get some things for the dogs and uh, yeah you're lucky. They're not squeaking their toys. I brought them home new toys yesterday, and they've been squeaking away, squeaking away. Uh, it was funny. They sque- they were squeaking, squeaking, squeaking all afternoon, and then they got tired of it. They took a nap, and I went to have my interview with Josh last night, and uh, no shit. I opened StreamYard. I didn't even get online yet. I opened the tab with StreamYard in it to go log in, and Clyde ran and got a toy and started squeaking, woke up Norman Norman ran in the back started playing with them and we literally had to take their toys away they hadn't touched them in hours and the minute I opened that tab I don't know I don't know how he knows I don't know but he uh, he likes to squeak when I'm on air um, Corey got him settled down enough today that uh, you don't have to take their toys away. <sighs> she had to take their toys away. They just can't behave. They can't behave for 45 minutes. That's all I ask. 45 minutes a morning. And an hour uh hour to an hour and a half while I do interviews. That's all I ask, and they can't do it. They can't keep that damn squeaker out of their mouth. And then as soon as I'm done, at 740 for 6:45, 7 o'clock, they sleep for like five hours. it's, um, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Yeah, they want to be on air. I know. Anyway, I had to take a road trip, so I searched um I searched the closest Walmart I searched the closest tractor supply um I didn't want to dive in and try to find like a local propane place this time tractor supply was good enough and I'll uh I'll give you uh, a little insight while you're at tractor supply I'll tell you about my my awesome visit at this one but I started driving and uh it was about 20 minutes away And I mentioned the other day that when we were coming into town, I realized that I had been in this area before, that I had uh, come down here and snow goose hunted probably about a decade ago. And the more I think about it, I think it was right around 10 years ago uh, that we made this trip, maybe nine, maybe nine. Uh, I believe it was the year that we bought our homestead that we ended up coming down here because we brought a minivan. I remember that. That was a big joke, because we drove down from Minnesota in a minivan, and then everybody was enamored with them, how comfortable it was, how nice it was to travel in. So, (laughs) haha, last laugh. But anyway, I uh, mentioned that we drove by the the town that we stayed in, the the one that had the Motel 6.5. There was a Walmart there that I was going to go to, but this one was the same amount of time uh, in the other direction, and it seemed like county roads or back roads instead of having to go back out onto the interstate i was like why not why not so i uh i take off down there It's a straight shot down there, and I'm driving down the road, and I'm like, okay, Stuttgart is where I'm going. I'm like, I hunted here. Max Prairie Wings is a big um, online waterfowl retailer that uh, we always ordered from up in Minnesota, and we were excited to come and hunt behind it. Had an awesome day hunting birds behind it. But uh, that's down in Stuttgart, Arkansas. We always thought it was, well, I always thought it was just an online catalog. Um, Come to find out there's a huge store here, like the size of a Cabela's, and we were able to hunt behind it, uh, go in it. It's kind of like a waterfall, waterfowl mecca. Uh, And so that was cool. That was cool. And so I was hoping that it would be close to where I had to go. So I'm driving into Stuttgart and I'm coming up to this intersection and sure as shit as I'm driving up to it. I'm like flashed back to a, a decade earlier and I was like, oh, Max Prairie Wings is up here on the right on the corner and I get to this stop sign, this weird intersection they have right there and there it is. I'm like, holy shit, this is so weird. Just randomly we pick to stay at this spot. Uh, on the path to get to Walmart, I drive past this place that I'd been thinking about. Anyway, I go to Walmart, I get all my groceries, and I had to go to Tractor Supply to get, um, to get propane filled. I put it in the GPS, and then after I went to Tractor Supply, I was going to swing by Max and get a picture of the front. There's a huge Mallard Duck statue out front. It's a pretty cool building. And so I put in Tractor Supply. I hit go. And I start driving back and it took me out around not the way I went to Walmart, but out around the other way of to town. And no shit, it is next door to the place I wanted to go take a picture of. I ended up having to go to the trash supply that was next door to some place that I had been 10 years ago in Arkansas, which was like 14, 15 hours away from where we lived in Minnesota. How does this happen? Like we have a country that's so big. And we randomly decided to take a path from one state to another state and ended up being I ended up being within 40 feet of someplace I stood a decade earlier. And there was no planning in this route at all. This is actually a secondary route, secondary to the route that I had originally planned to get to Tennessee from Texas. So weird, weird shit and shit in my life happens like that randomly throughout throughout the years i will uh, have experiences like that and i don't uh, i don't know why i don't know why but anyway propane got to uh, got to tractor supply um i've had my run-ins with uh, very good tractor supply employees and i've had my run-ins with very bad tractor supply employees yesterday was a mix of both Walked into the store, I had to grab um, some Frontline, I had to grab some dog toys, and that was about it. Oh, and a bag of licorice, because when you're at Tractor Supply, they always have the really good fancy licorice at the front. Um, different, different, um, Different types, different brands, but anyway... I'm standing in line. I get up there and there's these two people. They obviously look like they were from a factory or a mill of some sort. And they were buying industrial parts for something. Didn't really, couldn't really tell what they were buying, but they were trying to put it on a PT, PO, a PTO. They're trying to put it on a PTO. They're trying to put it on a PO uh, purchase order. And so they're going through the computer. Both cashiers are standing there looking at the screen. Like, you know, when you walk up to the register and you'll see the look on somebody's face and you're like, I am not going to go in this checkout line. This is the look these, both of these people had. And I was like, well, there's two of them. There's two registers and they're both at this one. So I better just get in line here. So I wait and they, they, um, Hey Robin, have a good day. They dicked around and they looked, up and they were doing this and that and she the person that was trying to buy the thing was on the phone with her supervisor and all this shit and literally 10 minutes it would had to have been at least 10 minutes i'm being conservative with 10 minutes but 10 minutes later they get it all figured out she signs the receipt and the two cashiers that were standing there the one walks over to the other thing and right before they finished up somebody walked up behind me in line so i'd been the only one standing in line for that whole time somebody walks up behind me And she goes, sir, can I help you over here? And I walked forward to go to the one I had waited at. That guy got to zoom right out. So I'm like, all right, well, sometimes you just got to wait. Sometimes you get flat tires. That's just is what it is. Trying to live my life a little bit better, a little bit more easygoing and realize that people have struggles and some people just aren't that smart. And, um, so I'm waiting, I get to the line, he starts ringing up my stuff. Pleasant man, not real bright, rings up my stuff, gives me my total. And it was weird. He rang up all my stuff and then he left it on the counter and he gave me my total. And then he was bagging it up after the fact while I was paying and he puts my stuff in my bag and looks down at the counter and he goes, did you want that licorice? I said, yes, sir. That's why I put it on the counter. He says, oh, I thought somebody might have left it there. I said, yeah, I did, because I wanted to buy it. He says, oh, no, no, somebody else. I thought somebody else might have put it there, because they didn't want to put it back. I said, well, I've been here for the last 10 minutes, and there was none of that licorice on that counter, and I put some on there, and now I want to buy it. He's like, do you still want to buy it? I said, yes, sir, I am hungry so then he rang it up and I had to make another transaction. So buy my licorice. And I said, hey, you want to call somebody to come out and fill up some propane for me? Yes, sir, I will. So I walked my ass outside. I grabbed my propane tanks. I had intelligently parked next to where they filled them up. I got my two 30-pound propane tanks out of my truck and I walked over to the propane counter uh little stand and they had the, the the gate shut this one had it inside the yard gate so i set my propane tanks down and i st- i stood there and i stood there i stood there for a while longer and it started to sprinkle it started to get wet and i started to get irritated because the canopy for filling up the propane was on the other side of the fence and i couldn't get in there because it was locked yeah josh <laughs> extras fold spin yeah I got a a, a percent and a half on them all. Anyway, stand outside. Wait, wait, wait. Finally, somebody comes walking out, out the door, and he kind of looks over. He's like, you need something out there? I said, yeah, I need my propane filled. Oh, man, I wish the guy had told me I've been standing around doing nothing. (laughs) (laughs) I was, um, irritated to say the least. This guy was really cool though. Had a great conversation with him while he pulled, while he filled my uh, propane, talked about max next door and hunting and he has a property close and did a little networking and bullshitting. Um, and yeah, he's like, do you want to pay out here? You want to pay inside? I said, Hey, I've already done my shopping inside. I've dealt with the guy inside. I think it's time to deal with you yeah, I'll pay out here. So he gets his little, little hand thingy out and, uh, he rings it up and he's like, all right, you got your card. I handed him my card. He puts the card in and it wouldn't do anything. He could go back. He could get to checkout. He could not get it to move forward. I'm watching this man struggle with this piece of equipment. I probably would have just handed me the card back, said it doesn't work, go inside, but there we stood for another five to 10 minutes. I kept telling him, I can go inside and pay, sir. I can go. No, I'll get it. Like he was determined to make this shit work. Didn't work. 10 minutes later. I mean, this this trip to tractor supply is taking longer than my whole grocery shopping encounter. And I only had to buy three things. Um, and so I wait and I wait and I wait. Finally, he says, yeah, I don't think it's going to work, man. I said, yeah, no shit, really? So he's, he's like, I'll get you a tag if you don't mind going inside and paying it. Dude, I said I've told you seven times I don't mind going inside paying. I would prefer it at this point so I could fucking leave. So he writes me up a ticket, says propane 12.5 gallons. Which is appropriate for what I had. I had two 30 pound tanks, one had some in it still, which was, I was very appreciative that he um, he scaled it out. He zeroed it out. So he only charged me for the propane that I got. Uh, propane was $349 a gallon, I believe maybe 369 3 something 9 40 or 60 one of the two so i grab my 12 12 and a half gallon tag for propane and i walk inside and dumbass, uh, dumb ass, there's nobody at the fucking registers nobody one customer kind of wandering around looking a little bit like i don't know if they had been in line i walk my ass right over to that register i'd waited now probably a half an hour of wait time at this place. I walked right over. I was not getting in line again. I walked up to the register. I stood there. There was no cashier. I just stood there. I said, fuck, I'm not moving. I am not moving. Two or three minutes later, all of a sudden dipshit that forgot to call the propane guy comes back up and he goes, do you need me to call the propane guy? No, dude. Got this here. I hand him the fucking ticket with 12 and a half gallons. Starts poking at numbers and he goes, gets my phone number again, all this. And he says $9 and 51 cents or something like that. $9 and some change. And I'm like doing real quick math in my head. Three, three, three. Well, let's just round it down to three fifty a gallon, 12 and a half gallons. I'm looking at at least 40 fucking dollars, $9. Sure. Sounds good. Sounds good. He looked at the fucking tag twice, and then he threw it away. I put my card in. I got my receipt. I walked the fuck out of there, and I got in the truck. I looked at the receipt. This dude charged me for two and a half gallons of propane. Worth the wait. Thank you, Tractors to Fly Company, for hiring fucking morons. I mean, sometimes it works out in your favor sometimes it works out in your favor hey we got five people watching uh if you're watching why don't you drop hashtag test in the comments and help me test out a new feature that we're going to be rolling out on fridays it's going to be 10k giveaway fridays we're going to be giving away um giving away satoshis on fridays but i'm testing out the stream yard um the stream yard giveaway function so if you're in the comments and you haven't dropped a hashtag test in the comments Give her a try. It's you, Gingerbread. I don't know how you're going to do that voice. Voice to text. Can you say pound test? Please tell me you have to say pound because that will go into me determining my hashtags to make you say shit on the in your truck. Oh boy, that could be fun. But anyway, that was my uh, experience down here. Josh says inbreeding is real. Yeah, this dude had like this weird delayed speech um i don't know i don't know if there was some some uh some mental illness there if there was uh some special needs there i don't know what um i don't know what the deal was but it was weird he would you would ask him a question so literally i'd be standing at the register i get my everything you know you grab your bags and you say have a good day and I don't know if you've ever been in a tractor supply, but from the register to the door is usually about 20 to 30 feet. I actually had the automatic doors opening before he was like, you too. And I turned around and he was still facing the other way. Like there was this weird delayed reaction in his brain that didn't let him talk. And it happened more than once. So I don't know. Maybe there was something. About him. I don't know not my problem anymore I won't be going back there so it is what it is oh pound test, pound test, pound test (laughs) so that was my trip to Lone Oak and Stuttgart Um, man the memories I shot uh, I shot my friends that uh, my friends and family that went on that hunting trip with us I took a picture of max I said anybody anybody recognize this Uh, that's a blast from the past so that was cool (sighs) uh <sighs> RV parks, RV parks. I talked about RV parks yesterday and how they are not my ideal situation by any means. This is being cemented in the fact that every night we have people that roll in. It's just a one night stop. New people rolling in. They set up. The dogs get wound up. They get irritated. They bark for a little while. Then they calm down. Then somebody else new pulls in. It's just this, not, not my ideal spot by any means i can manage it this is better this what we're doing right now is better than like a campground where there is no other choice but to be surrounded on both sides (laughs) we're kind of um we're kind of off by ourselves (coughs) kind of so this is better than it could be but i have realized there is one thing and i think i've mentioned this way back way 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 back when we were uh, still up in Minnesota when we went to visit uh, Corey's parents at the, the the campground near us, but I have come to the conclusion that there is one benefit of staying in places like this: watching people park, watching people park rigs, uh, trailers, um, motorhomes, whatever is kind of fun. I am going to say it is kind of fun. Extremely frustrating extremely frustrating at some points, but it is kind of fun. Uh, I really wish that there was a sign in sheet that they had to say what they were attempting to do, because I will tell you yesterday I watched this guy. So he had a class a right. That's a class a the big drivable ones. Um, It was like the big tour bus style and he has a um, car trailer behind it with a car on the trailer. So, he pulled in, and we're like, oh, he's going to pull in right next to us. So, the way this is set up, there's a big gravel. It used to be a pipe yard. So, it's just this big gravel opening, all compacted and everything, but there's no hookups. There's no water, electric, or anything out here. So, basically, if you want a boondock, you can pull in, and there's a big area to turn around, and you just park. Can't plug in. Can't do anything. So, perfect. And then you go down this little road and we watch like our our camper windows. Our view is uh, they probably have a dozen or so uh, plug in spots over in another parking lot down this little road. And there's a big turnaround back there. It's uh, like super easy. Corey was like, oh, my God, that's so big. So nice to turn around uh, to get in and out of the, the parking area back there. So we watch these people pull in and routinely they pull in. They go down the road. They talk to the guy at where all the plug-in sites are, and then they turn around and they come back and they park up here. Or there's two parking spots down there that have plug-ins that are kind of along the road. It looks like they're just in the driveway and it's for overnights. I think just they're not unloading or anything. They're not staying there long-term. And then behind that, there's one boondocking site that like, there's a driveway that goes back to a little turnaround. Anybody with any significant size, more than like a little uh, teardrop camper, would probably want to back in there because they're not going to be able to turn around back in this spot. So this guy rolls in with this big old bus, and he's heading back there. Hey, what's up, drift shifter? How's it going? Oh, uh, harder to park in front of the Peanut Gallery. The pressure is on. Yeah, we're way the hell over. Uh, I actually told Corey I wanted to get, um, I wanted to get a um, the binoculars out so I could check out. But anyway, I give a lot of grace. I give a lot of grace for people backing up. Corey and I do it. We're getting better. We're getting way better, actually. Um, and we do it in private a lot. We do it at private uh, residences, at hip camps, this and that, where people aren't watching. We're getting good enough. I do give people a lot of grace. This guy, however, pulls in, turns around one way, starts to back up, stops, pulls around in a complete circle, then backs up, turns around, pulls around in a circle, in the exact same circle, but the other direction. And we're watching him trying to figure out what he was trying to do. Now, I am pretty good at determining, like, intent. Like, oh, you turned the wheels the wrong way. Oh, you didn't quite crank it far enough. Oh, this. Oh, that. Like, I can tell what you're trying to get to. We watched this guy, what, for probably a good half hour. I would say 20 minutes, half hour. I could not figure out what he wanted to do. He went around in circles in both directions two times, I think. He tried to back up several different places um but never did actually back up at one point he parked for quite a while um parked for quite a while and we thought he took off like some sway bars off his car trailer to be able to crank it further he started back up we're like oh that's what his problem was he couldn't crank the car trailer far enough to get back in that thing nope just backed up and then pulled up and uh and parked i have no idea what he was doing but it was really fun to watch. It was really fun to watch. Uh, drift, dr- <laughs> Drifter Thrifters says, my wife is way better at reversing. And I'm way better at yelling directions loudly. So that works. Yeah, Corey and I have um, have really gotten good at starting to use hand signals. Uh, that comes from my industrial background. I've been telling guys how to use forklifts and cranes with my hands for pff, Decades decades, two years, 20 years, probably Um, universal hand signals for operating forklifts and cranes and things like that. They come second nature to me. So I was doing those even when I was talking to her. We also try to use um, Bluetooth uh, so I can just talk and not have to yell. Usually we're by ourselves, but I don't like to disturb people when they're in camp when we're in a campground shit like that. And uh, so we're getting very good. We're getting very good. It takes practice. It just takes practice. The more you do it, the easier it gets. Um, Corey drives all the time for us, unless she's afraid she's going to get stuck. And then she makes me get stuck. I don't know how that works, but anyway, she's get She's very good. She's very good at what she does. She. um Prefers driving over riding enough that she put her anxiety of pulling that huge trailer and driving with it aside because she would rather deal with that than have to ride and watch me drive and be nervous that I'm not paying attention or stuff because I go in 17 different directions at once. And I think Corey feels that while I would be driving, I would not be paying complete attention to the road. She's over there nodding her head. So this is why, hey, good morning, Matt. How are we doing, Farm Hop Life? Um, squirrel shiny thing (laughs) oh man yeah that was perfect timing wasn't it but anyway yeah she drives she does awesome she does awesome i think i'm gonna have to save dog poop for tomorrow we're at 43 minutes i'm gonna do this giveaway um you know what it's for this giveaway today is for um uh yeah uh, thanks Uh, thanks for helping me test it out how about that how about that we're gonna just do that Uh, put this over here we are going to yeah josh this is really wonky this whole thing is just wonky here we go here we go this was for hashtag test oh wait yep the see this doesn't work now huh interesting Riveting audio at this point, but I have to kind of try to give it away on this show because I'm setting it up beforehand. I'm sorry for the delay, guys. We will be here uno momento. Oh, yep. Now it's gonna work. Sweet. All right. I just had to refresh. So it looks like uh you can do it after the fact, guys, if you're a StreamYard user and um we were planning a trip around Australia before our girls hit school and we outgrew a little van we bought as a couple. Yeah. Kids will do that. Dogs will do it too. Uh, but yeah, it looks like this giveaway tool on Streamyard You can, you can collect the, you can collect the, the uh, entries after the fact. So it'll just, it'll search the stream after the fact if you set it up for the right stream. So we got seven entries in this test drawing and here is, the winner is going to be, I hope I win. I hope I win. Come on. Hey, hey, history guy, Ryan, you won. Hey, Ryan, thanks. Thanks, congratulations, you won. Oh, <laughs> um, So you got a... Uh, Drifter thrifter, you got a new um camper or new van a european style camper i'm not sure i'll i'll have to look into that uh you used up all your luck a week too early ryan you worked your you uh used all your luck up uh before friday when it didn't mean anything i'll shoot you i'll shoot you a little something something over in the telegram group but congratulations! Thanks for thanks everybody for um, thanks for participating in that. Let me test it out. I think it's going to work out really well. We'll do a we'll do a ten k giveaway this Friday, and then next week I'll get set up for all the other podcast listeners and people that don't um, don't get an opportunity to pop in live. But the ten the ten k will be a live thing, and uh, yeah, I'm figuring out what the secondary prize is for people that can't join live. And don't forget to pound test. Yeah, don't forget to pound test. <laughs> oh, all right, guys. I think we're going to wrap it up for today. We're, uh, we're pushing up on 50 minutes. I got to get some stuff done. I got to b- get a bunch of uh, editing and uh, web work done today. So time to pound that out. Time to get at it. It's Tuesday. I appreciate all you guys hanging out. Let's hit that item of the day real quick before I take off. It's the Mueller French press. Mueller. French press they come by a bunch of different generic names but they are basically a vacuum chamber double or a double walled vacuum insulated French press stainless steel they work great I use it every morning every morning at least once and sometimes twice link for it is in the video description if that one is not available um, the suggested ones that look exactly like it are all the same they are all the same so check it out, Mueller French Press, 32 ounce, then head on over to the theperfectcup.shop or thelotsproject.com, pick up some premium air roasted coffee to put in that French press. But even if you don't need a French press, but you need to shop on Amazon today, be sure to click that link and help us out. Anything you buy after you click in with one of our affiliate links helps us get a little kickback on each of those items. I appreciate it. Other than that, you can find me always at thelotsproject.com on Twitch, Telegram, YouTube, Odyssey, Rumble Gab, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Fountain.fm, and all the other podcast 2.0 value for value exchange podcast players. Thanks for hanging out, guys, this morning. Thanks for uh, for checking out the show. Hey, have a great Tuesday and circle back and we'll catch up with you tomorrow.